The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? gonna sit here and look at the screen good morning folks it is tuesday march 29th 2022 how are you it's cold as fuck that's how i am it's cold as fuck winter uh is not letting go even though we were probably like almost 10 days into spring whatever it is nine days into spring here um this is as cold as it's gotten all winter here in new york it's going to warm up this week, but today it's very cold. I think it's uh, it actually it's 20 degrees or something like that. So it's not as cold as it was over the winter, but it feels brutally cold. And with the wind chill, it's extra brutally cold. I hope it's a better day wherever you are uh, weather-wise. But, of course, every day is a good day to be alive and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um Jackie, the joke man, Martling, will be with me at 10 a.m. today. Looking forward to talking to Jackie again. Always a good time talking to the joke man. Jackie, jokey, Jackie, jokey. I'm a little bit worn out. I don't know why I got to bed at a decent hour last night. I did not stay up really late. But I'm, I'm really tired today. I feel like I didn't sleep enough. I always feel like I didn't sleep enough at this point in my life. Um, doing a lot of uh, rework, and I hate Journey. I hate fucking Journey. <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, when you work on, uh, uh, <laughs> where'd that come from? The eighth Journey. I've been working on this uh, Journey video edit for a Journey tribute band, and uh, the music is stuck in my head. And the more it's stuck in my head, the more I hate it. But the more it becomes like an earworm. So I'm walking around singing these friggin' Journey songs to myself, which I hate. I don't like them. But they're stuck in my head because I've been working on them so much. So it makes me hate them even more. Um, So never was a huge fan of Journey. I like a couple of their their power ballads. Faithfully was a good song because it talks about being on the road, being in a uh, music guy. So that's, that's what I relate to. That. And I, I think I put that behind a, a music video for a friend who was a, a roadie for a big time band, was making a uh, memorial video for a friend of his who had passed, who was a, a fellow roadie. And I used that music. So that's what it takes me back to. But Anyway, still not a big fan of Journey, and now that the music is stuck in my head, angry about being not, <laughs> not a big fan of Journey. Uh, 
going on in the world? Well, people still talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing, even though um, Will Smith, I guess, apologized, maybe a forced apology. Who knows? Maybe somebody said to him, listen, dude, you got to try to make this right some way. People are hating on you. I did talk to my friend Ralph last night, who uh, he's the only one I talked to was taking Chris Rock's side. Oh, well, she had a disease and you shouldn't make fun of the disease. I didn't hear Chris Rock make fun of the, the disease at all. Maybe that's just my take on it. Uh, and I didn't, of course, I didn't watch it. And I really didn't hear the joke very well because the clip starts just with the punchline. The clip that's on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. It's the punchline of the joke about G.I. Jane. And then it comes, uh, oh, shit, Will Smith is here. And then he smacks him in the face. But uh, he's the first one and the only one I know who's really taken the side of Will Smith. Now, I've seen other people doing it on social media, uh, but he's the only one I know who has done that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, this thing will get over with soon. <laughs> I mean, people aren't going to keep. But, man, it, it dominated social media like like nothing before. I mean, you don't see anything... Uh, in pop culture dominating the way that has yesterday. I mean, almost every tweet, every post on Facebook, every mention on YouTube yesterday was about that stuff. And it's still going on, even today. And if I look at who's trending, it's all related um, to that, except for the war stuff. Yeah, there's still a war going on. You know that war that was supposed to be over in a couple of days it's over a month now, and every day I keep saying, no, don't hold your breath on this war. And people keep saying, no, oh, it's going to be quick. And I've heard people say it's going to be quick on both sides. Russia's going to give up. Russia's going to win easily. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's where we're at. Are you sick and tired of Chris Rock and Will Smith yet? Um, I I wonder how many, how many, how many, how long this is going to last? How how much legs this story has? Um, it was shocking in the end because uh, it was unexpected. I think uh, somebody, some comedian, might have been Lady Cole Martin, said that uh, that people act that way when unexpected violence happens. They're kind of stunned and do nothing. And people were bragging about what they would do in that situation. I've been in that situation with unexpected violence. Uh, generally, my reaction is to take action, not to be stunned and sit there and do nothing. But I'm a, I'm a different guy. I cut from a whole different cloth. I'm a very weird person. And you know that. If you're here every day or every other day or every other week if you've seen me before you know i'm a very weird person <laughs> uh anyway looking forward to talking to jackie in about well 50 minutes or so um and i'm not sure what care is going to have in store for us this morning so i'm interested in talking to her too we are booking some gigs now hooked up with uh took took a long time but finally hooked up with a agent uh booking agent who's going to be putting us uh in do some duo work this summer this spring and summer um who has taken over for a guy who passed away who was our booking agent passed away from covid early on 
but finally got that all taken care of, and now we will be doing a lot more uh, work, work, not work, play, play work, doing some duos. Anyway, uh, let's see what's going on in the world. Other than anything other to talk about, people are saying lock him up, I guess, about Will Smith. Is that what they're talking about? No. Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's who it's about. It's lock him up and butchers. Putin? 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 Um, lock him up, lock him up. I chant. I think the chant lock him up, lock him up is appropriate here. The man's a little squirrel. Ted Cruz? They want Ted Cruz locked up now? It's always lock somebody up every day, isn't it? Um, it looks like that's what it's about, though, if I'm looking at what's, yeah, Trader Ted Cruz. Lock him up. What did he do now? I mean, I know he says something stupid every day. He basically walks around with his head up his ass. But what did he say? Uh, oh, now it's about Jim Jordan as well. Um you know what? All those people started it with the uh, Hillary stuff. Lock her up, lock her up. So now it's the other side's turn to say, lock him up, lock him up. Uh, talking, to, It's about Trump. It's about Ted Cruz. It's about, it seems to be all about Republicans. <laughs> lock him up, lock him up. And I'm not going deep into these headlines. It's just, you know, it's partisan politics as usual. It's, it's getting worse every day here in America. And the whole world is laughing at us. Anyway, I hope um, if you live outside of America, I I hope things are a little less divisive wherever you live. Uh, And I'm sure it's not that way in the UK. It's pretty much as divisive as it is here between the two parties. But then we have people in other places, Australia and uh, other places in Europe. And I'm just hoping that things aren't as crazy there where you, wherever you are as they are here. Um, you know, it's just, it's, are you tired of it? Are you burned out by all the constant arguing about politics and stuff? I am. And I like, uh, I'm interested in politics. I shouldn't say I like politics. Nobody really likes it. But I'm always interested in it. Uh, wow, Rogan's trending again. He must have got jealous of... Uh, uh, all the attention that everybody else is getting and say, how come I'm not getting in trouble now? Joe Rogan, go, oh no, this is more about Chris. It's all about that. It comes back to that. Everything that is trending is coming back to that. So Joe Rogan got more trouble for openly, uh, for talking openly to doctors and scientists than Will Smith did for slapping Chris Rock, things like that. That's why Joe Rogan is trending this morning. Everything's coming back to that nonsense. Uh, Elon Musk says he's going to be, or he's thinking about, building an alternative to Twitter. Good thing, bad thing. Uh, I say probably a good thing. Um, I don't know what would be different about it. And I don't know if it could be any better. You know, we like to bash all these social media platforms, but how would you make it better? You'd censor more or you'd censor less. Um, you'd make, put in more rules about, um, treating people with respect and, and what you can and can't say, or you'd put in less rules. What, what would make it better? Interesting, uh, idea, thought, 
<laughs> thought experiment there. What, you know, if you're not happy with Twitter, what would you like to see made better with it? Well, I could tell you one thing I would like for Twitter for me is an edit button because I can't type for shit and I often hit the tweet button before I pro- uh, proofread my. <laughs> And then I see it, and it's like, oh, I say something stupid. I did that last night on Erica Rhodes' uh, uh, post. She said something, let's change the topic, you know. And I said, well, I wanted to say, how do you like your coffee? But it ended up saying, how do you like your coffee? (laughs) And didn't realize it until somebody was making fun of me about it. Like, I think it was Kelly who said something about, like, a little less slutty, sluttish or something. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then somebody else said something about that. And I and then I finally realized, oh, yeah, there's a typo. It says, ho. I didn't mean to call her <laughs> I think she knew that. Anyway, uh, so that's one thing I would make. Uh, I would make better about Twitter. I don't know about you. Um, Paul McCartney thing is going to get me in trouble. I just know it is. I just know it's going to come back. It's going to be the death of me. Uh <laughs> But it's there, and it's uh, that's a good way to get blocked by Erica Rhodes. I, oh, what what'd you say to Erica Rhodes that got you blocked? Are you blocked by her? Really? She's man. I don't know what you could say. I actually, I, I don't think. Uh, I think she she uh, understands my uh, inability to type well. I've I've communicated back and forth with her uh, in text message, and she knows I can't spell. Or can't type and um, say things. I'm a little bit eclectic, <laughs> dyslexic. But I wonder uh, what you said to her that that got you uh, blocked. Do you know? Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, well, and also, uh, good morning, Kelly, and good morning, uh, Carl and Chad. And if I didn't say good morning, uh, Stanhope fans seem to have a high block rate. Well, I thought she she's a friend of uh, Doug's, and she uh, she wished him happy birthday and said how great it was working together, and they plan on working together again. So I think she likes Doug Stanhope. And, but I was just going to say, based on Stanhope and Andy Kindler, <laughs> uh, what they've done in the last couple of weeks, unblocked people they blocked. A while ago so maybe it's a it's the season for unblocking maybe you could just get unblocked just, oh, but i didn't even mention that to her i don't know blocked i didn't even say anything uh i didn't even say anything just discussed being blocked then i was well that seems like a mistake can you can you accidentally block somebody that's really weird uh because that doesn't seem like i can't that doesn't seem rational just because you talked about blocking people, you got blocked. That doesn't seem rational at all. And she's definitely, from what I know, she's definitely not a crazy person, <laughs> an irrational person. Anyway, um, and hope to get her on this program. And I, I won't let her know you're in the chat room if you're there. <laughs> oh, people, you blocked her out there. Um, no, I'll, I'll probably ask her, like, do you remember why you blocked this dude? Because he's wearing a funny wig or something, is that why you blocked them? Um, see what else is going on here. Baseball nine days away from opening day. Does anybody care about baseball? You know what? I'm almost ready to go back to the game. I am almost ready to go back to watching baseball. Not quite ready. Uh, 
but I'm intrigued because uh, for whatever reason, Twitter decided I am a baseball fan uh, and is showing me clips of all sorts of like college ba- ball, spring training ball, uh, even minor league baseball. You know what? I'm not seeing any Asian baseball. And usually in past years I have. I've seen Korean and Japanese baseball. Uh, I'm not seeing it so much this year at all. I'm not seeing any of it. I'm seeing a lot of um, college ball and uh, spring training more than anything. Carl uh, uh, says, I would imagine female comics have to block hundreds per year. You would think, um, you know what? I've been blocked by one female comedian. And it was over. It was again. It does, it just seemed irrational, because it was uh, talking about male comics being all rapist and and uh, perverts and all that kind of stuff. That's name names. You can't just put that out. You know, because she was mad at clubs that uh, comedy clubs that don't do anything when there's allegations of. Uh, touchy-feely or inappropriate or even bordering on rape or outright rape uh, in some of these places. And uh, she basically said they don't do anything to to these male comics when they do their comedy clubs. You know, they don't don't do anything. And I said, well, name names. And she got pissed. Well, you're not not being cute. I said, I'm not trying to be cute. I want to know who you're accusing this of. You can't just put out, you think all men are rapists? That, I object to that. And then before I know it, boom, I was blocked. Uh, I'm not going to mention who that was because I don't really care about it. I was never really a fan of hers anyway. I just saw the tweet and was reacting to it. Um, Chad says, it took, I took it in stride. Nobody needs a reason to block anybody. Yeah, I that too. I get it, but I, you know, being irrational about it, does, it kind of makes it curious. Carl says, I know regular women have to because of the amount of weird, obsessive replies, DMs, and D-pics. You could say dick. You could say dick pics. We're, we're open to uh, all kinds of language here. You can say dick pics. Anyway, April 1st is uh, coming up this Friday, April Fool's Day. Anybody got any good pranks for April Fool's? Not me. I can't think of any. Any good pranks this year to pull off for April Fools? I'm generally uh, my buddy Ralph. One year, uh, because on on the South Shore of Long Island, the South Bay is there, and it, it's a buffer between it. There's a South Bay, and then there's Fire Island, and then the ocean is out there. And generally, in the bay, you would never see like sharks and ocean. You see some ocean fish, but mostly you don't see any of those stuff. But he was running this uh, local paper, and he put a story in about a shark in seen in the Gray South Bay off of one of our, one of the beaches, and made a great uh, buzz in the communities, and people were sharing it. And I think he had a hundred and fifteen thousand people share the story. And all of them believing it was true, not seeing the date. Because he he dressed it up as a news story and used a lot of um, the local news uh, outlet, media outlets, uh, graphics to make it look like it was their story. And 115, I think, 115,000 people shared, this, shared the story, believing it was true. 
people could be gullible, but and then uh, they got mad at him when they found out it was just a joke. And some of them still didn't even. It, it took weeks before they actually realized, and people were still sharing the story. Uh, just crazy. Um, coming back to the chat room here. Oh, we saw that one. Uh, I was in Twitch mode. Uh, oh, wait, well, you can't say dick? I uh, can't say dick on Twitch? Really? Uh, I did not know that. Twitch is not big on the dick. Anyway, you got your coffee? I got my coffee. I got Koa coffee. What kind of coffee you got? I'm not going to run the commercials yet. Um, 20 minutes in. Almost almost time for the lovely Kiara to show up and uh, give me stories about duckies and butterflies and and happy news. I need that. I actually do. Um, I do enjoy hearing stuff that just takes your mind off of any of the bullshit news, the real news, the news that drives people crazy. This, And I, I find it refreshing that she did not know. She, until she came on the program with us yesterday, did not know about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. God bless her, man. I wish I, I wish I had that kind of insulation where I didn't have to know about some some things that go on. Uh, P, what is that, Peaberry? Uh, that doesn't sound good. It sounds like something James Ingman, Inman would drink. Pea berry. Uh, <laughs> Kenyan pea berry. Wow, where do you buy that? Um, you buy it online? You buy it in a local grocery store? What? That's the Kenyan coffee. I did not know. Wow. And, and, uh, and it doesn't go for a premium. What would make you... You know what? I don't know. Is that because uh, what would make you buy uh, Kenyan coffee and try it? I would be a little nervous. Like uh, I'm gonna take this home and hate it. I like coffee that tastes like coffee. Peaberry you know, scares me. We we talk shit on Brett's stream, and I've never gotten in trouble. Mm, she says. Kelly says. Talk shit. You talk shit. But did did you say dick? Do you say dick? Come on. Go on Twitch right now. Go on my stream right now on Twitch and just say dick and, and let me see what and let me know what happens. <laughs> I don't want to get you banned on Twitch. I'm sorry. No, don't do that. If you're gonna get in trouble. Anyway, um back to the coffee stuff. Kenyan coffee. I'm wondering if they're on that list of top ten coffees in the world and if they're higher up than Koa Coffee. I don't know. That would be interesting to see, wouldn't it? Let me see if I look up Kenyan Peaberry Coffee. Kenyan Peaberry. Oh, by the way, I did not get the nugget thing. I don't think I'm going to do that nugget thing. Wow. Kenyan Peaberry Coffee comes right up when I, I just start to type Ken, Kenyan. <laughs> That's really weird. Uh, Onyx Coffee Lab. Onyx Coffee. Kenyan Coffee. I don't, I don't want to give any um, props to any competitors, possibly. Uh Fifteen dollars a pound, is that what it is? That's pretty expensive. Thanksgiving coffee, Kenyan Nero Peaberry. Kenyan Nero. I wonder what brand because there's a whole bunch of different brands. So there's uh twenty five dollars a pound for one brand, sixteen fifty for another. Um seems kind of exp uh expensive. Uh reviews four point seven. 
you know, we're all co- coffee con- connoisseurs here today. Kenyan peaberry is crushed purely from prized peaberries. But, but, but is that really called? What is a peaberry? <laughs> oh, they're coffee beans. So, peaberry coffee beans. So, that has nothing to do with pea or berries. <laughs> uh, here I am thinking it, it was either peas, you know, not the kind of pea that James Lemon drinks, but peas and berries. Good morning, Mike. Uh, good to see you here. Uh, Jackie's with us again today. Um, and will be with us at 10, 10 a.m. The fabulous joke, man. Jackie's going to be like my um, Tony Randall. If you don't get that reference, you're not very old. Well, you know, you could still be in your 50s but or, or late 40s, um, I guess. The Tony Randall reference is, I guess, uh, Johnny Carson, uh, when he needed a, a, when a guest bailed and he just needed somebody to, to fill in, Tony Randall was often the guy <laughs> a lot uh he had a, a couple of go-tos that he just call hey, guest bailed can you come on tonight i guess you know who would bail on the tonight show you have to be crazy to uh to oh uh, are you are you uh, shooting today because he said something about having a video shoot today and was a uh, um I'm, I'm talking to the chat room again without letting people. Michael says, love it. Just started shooting season two of stand-up memories yesterday. Because uh, Jackie did mention something about having uh, to get with the video guys today. Uh, and wasn't sure he was going to be able to make it, but then he did. Anyway, I'm no, uh, Chad says, I'm old enough to uh, think Tony Randall was a Jack Klugman reference, too. <laughs> uh, people don't even know what you're talking about there. Uh, the odd couple and my, I, you know, I know a lot of people, uh, still think of Tony Randall and Jack Klugman as the odd couple in television show. But, you know, it, for me, it'll always be, uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon and, you know, Jack Lemon, one of the greatest actors of all time in my, I mean, very versatile, uh, incredible career, some amazing movies, uh, Oh, he's shooting TikTok videos today. I was going to bring up his uh, TikTok uh, page today. Yeah, his TikTok page is starting to take off now. I wanted to promote that, and I will. Um, Jackie Martling, uh, wait, uh, TikTok.com slash Jackie Martling. Uh, and uh, he's starting to, to get some traction on there, and I'm following him, and I hope everybody else will. Um but he's got 6,753. That's up like 100 since last night since I, I visited. So he's getting some traction over there. People starting to pay attention to Jackie's TikTok page. But the comedian I had on yesterday just hit 400,000 followers on TikTok. That's kicking ass, I think. And uh, I it's one platform that I, I'm on there. I have maybe five or six videos on there. I have five followers. And... <laughs> Three of those happen to be comedians who have been on the program, or one who uh, will be on the com- uh, on the program shortly. So I have almost no followers on. Uh, oh, did I not send Kiara the link? Uh, send me the link. She's saying I thought I did. My bad. Uh, I'm sending it now. Yes, I am. 
you know what? There's just got to be a, another way to give somebody else a permanent link other than call. Um, what was great? What was great? I don't know what that that is. <laughs> it looks like a peach. What was great, Craig? Um, I have no idea what what that was. I don't know. Does anybody know what that is? <laughs> Talk to me, man. What is great? Anyway, um, yeah, so um, what the hell was I just talking about? I forget. Oh, TikTok. And why I, I, I'm doing nothing on TikTok. I, I'm not getting any traction on there. Um, you know what? You want a fight call? You want you 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 ready? You want a you want a piece of this? I'll come up there and slap you like you're talking about my wife's bald head. Yeah, uh, I know who Tony Randall was. I know who Tony Randall and Jack Lemon is, uh, and I understand references. What do I win? Well, you've had a chance to win stuff, Kelly, and you never played the game, did you? Uh, put in hashtag Tony Randall, and uh, you're gonna win uh, Jack Lemon. Uh, oh, I get it now. I get it. That was a lemon. Lemon was great. Ah, I get it. Oh, and then just as he's explaining. Yeah, I get it now. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Happy news. Yes, Jack Lemon was great. He passed, right? He's dead. His son, Chris, uh, was on television uh, during the 80s. Uh, it was pretty good, too. I don't know why he didn't have a better career. Um he was a pretty good actor. Um, that was probably the last time I watched television. A year ago today, I was interviewing a, a Playboy model from the eighties and uh, revisiting, and she, her life took a really, you know, I was thinking about this this morning, how her life has taken a really a bunch of twists and turns that you wouldn't expect, and and. You know, here's a story. Basically, came out of nowhere. Uh, was discovered at, in college uh, as a cheerleader shoot. Ended up being a Playboy centerfold, and was in some movies and stuff, and getting a lot of attention. Married an Olympic gold medal uh, gymnast, and was having a storybook type of life, celebrity fame, red carpets, and all this stuff. Being part of the Hollywood elite and all these things. and then it just came to a crash and fall. Guy ended up, I think he was an abuser, a physical abuser, ended up uh, having to run away and start her whole life all over again. Uh, and divorce ended up putting her out of the business. People didn't want to touch her anymore because of the scandals that something about the way her marriage broke up and anything. Anyway, ended up destitute and had to rebuild her life all over again. And, and, and discovered um, some kind of uh, real estate deal and built up, um, rebuilt her life as a real estate agent and and was uh, wrote a book about it and was making a comeback. But it's just interesting how life can be full of twists and turns sometimes. And, and that was the big takeaway from that story. I came up in my memories on Facebook this morning. I was just recalling that conversation. It was a very interesting conversation. And uh, just one that makes you think about, you know, you never know. You never know where your path is going to lead and, wh and what might happen to you in this life. And if I think about all the twists and turns my life has taken, man, 
I, you could have never predicted it. You could have never written that story. Uh, and I know some people live a, a life on of intention where they're fully in control of all the twists and turns they take. I've I've led a life that is more like the uh, feather on the breeze, <laughs> uh, uh, just a leaf in a stream going from one direction to another without any control. Um, cool stuff to think about, though. I see Kiara is in the back. Uh, she got the link that I sent her, and she's here now. I'm working on a new intro because this intro is not a happy intro. I got to get a, a happy intro with happy music, happy images. But for now, this is what we have. So here it is. <laughs> Hey, I did it right. Look at that. Ah ha. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, how are you? Good. You're happy. You're happy. I'm tired today. Me too. Do you know uh, why? Why? I have no idea, but I, I cuz I got to bed at a decent hour and I I thought I should have been awake this morning, but I'm just I'm stupid and tired and Me too. You know low energy. Maybe yeah. it's the winter. You feel the winter is still here upon us. The winter was terrible yesterday. It was it's still still here today. Oh. We got one more I... day of it. What? Oh, yeah. I think it gets back up into the fifties tomorrow. I was looking this morning, oh. uh, but for today it's twenty degrees out right now. Oh my god! You haven't been out. Not yet. <laughs> well, don't don't go out. Stay in the house. Stay warm. It, that sounds like really... a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so did you, uh, did you, you were insulated from the news pretty well and, and that's a good thing. And I applaud you for that. I wish I had that, but, uh, did, are you, um, are you hearing it now? Cause it's still going on that whole Will, Will Smith and. Yeah. Talk. So it's so pathetic. People have nothing better to do than talk about a rich guy slapping another rich guy. But you know, I did go to the diner and it was behind me on the news, breaking news. And I'm. And I just said, how is this breaking? <laughs> it's so pathetic. I'm sorry, guys, but get over no, it. No, you know what you're pointing out is how antiquated uh, radio and television is because yeah. the internet makes everything old. You know, what used to, that right. used to be breaking news uh, because if it happened yesterday, it would be breaking news today. But uh, the internet has made it so I knew about it instantly, right. even though I wasn't watching the Academy once it was there in my face within seconds of it happening right so, yeah. Yeah. and and no charges pressed for celebrities right nobody goes to jail but you right. know how many people i've wanted to slap and i knew that i'd go to jail me am <laughs> yeah. i am i am i in the you list included yes <laughs> oh come on <laughs> see the the key to happiness is is just listening to happy news Okay. Wow, yeah. that's nice. Well, this—that's the happy news for today. Okay, that's all. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I get it, man. I, but it—I don't. I think it's the shock value that made that story that big because pe it was like it's so unexpected, and then to see on live network TV they just bring it out the profanity big time and no bleeping you would think they'd be on like a seven second delay where they could bleep that stuff out or something um, oh. but it just you know it, no it, I, I don't know I, I think I think it's the more I look at it the more I see it everywhere I think it was a stunt because now their names are on everybody's lips and everybody's gonna watch the next Chris Rock debut and Will Smith 
I just said their names. Damn it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? Yesterday when we were talking about it, we we were also talking about John Travolta and we started talking about Scientology. Oh, I yeah. Didn't re- I didn't realize that Chris, uh, that Will Smith is a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. And he he had he came out with an apology letter to uh, Chris Rock last night, a public apology letter that he put on uh, like Vanity Fair or something. But I, I my immediately thought was thought was that Scientology crafted this letter. It sounds like a uh, it sounds like a crafted like, yeah 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 all the celebrities ooh, they yeah. give me chills <laughs> except for Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. I, I may be going to hell over that whole thing, but we'll see. What? That whole thing. Because it's an April Fool's day and people are assuming it's an April Fool's prank. Is it an April Fool's joke? I don't know, um, is it? I, oh, man. You think oh, you it is? Me. Do you really you think me. it is? Would I do something like that? I don't know. I can't I don't think you. I would do something like that. I don't think I'm that kind of person who would be uh, jumping on an April Fool's joke like that and, and misleading no. so many people. But I tell you what, the more people that uh, are sharing it and some people who are uh, just like, because I posted on Twitter and Facebook and like people are sharing it all over the place and numbers are, and I'm like, oh, well, this could be trouble. <laughs> uh. Uh, no, no, it's it's real. <laughs> but um, I, I don't think I wanted that much attention on it. Anyway, we'll, we'll really? see. You'll have to. You'll have to. T- yeah, because uh, you know, you'll you'll find out after. It's, but I'm just expecting Saturday morning. It's going to be a lot of me saying, "Oh, why, why, <laughs> why?" <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah, no, it's a, uh, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, you do uh, any a- April Fool's pranks? Do you, are you an April Fooler? No. No. To me, to I'm me, really bad at holiday. Yeah, to me, the, it's the only holiday worth celebrating. Christmas, Easter, or New Year's. None of that. Fourth of July means nothing <laughs> to me. April Fool's is my day. I can't keep a, a straight face. Yeah. I just give it away. I'm the worst. <laughs> well, well, I was telling people, my friend Ralph, uh, who who is my connection to Paul McCartney, <laughs> um, Years ago, he was running a, a paper uh, in Copeg, and you know the South Bay over there. He printed a, a, a story about a shark in the Great South Bay, or a great white shark in the Great South Bay. Oh. And it got so much traction. It got 115,000 shares on, on Facebook, and people were believing it completely. I mean, totally fell for it because he used News 12 graphics and all that kind of stuff. So, but it was like oh. a big story. People were talking. About, I can't believe it. nobody's doing anything about a great white shark in the bay. Like that could never happen. I mean, you know that area. It's just not. It's not. I think the great white shark would get lost in the muck. Have you seen? Yeah, he gets stuck in the mud. Yeah, because oh. there, there was, it's so shallow in some places. You could and it's walk so across it. Brown. Have you seen it? What is no. with it? It's bar- it's browner than ever. It's gross. Well, you haven't it's... seen it since last summer, right? Yeah, it's really taken a turn for the worse. I think Long Island needs some kind of filter system. It yeah, really looks you, gross. And that's that's in your 29 years you've seen it. But I remember when I was a kid, that bay used to be filled with clamors. I mean, you would look out on a summer day and you couldn't see across the bay because there'd be clam boats everywhere. Everybody, you know, foot clamming and that kind of stuff and fishing and all that stuff. You don't see right. any of that anymore. Well, I did see all the dead fish last year wash up on shore. 
Really? So, yeah. I, I was just I sitting on the beach in May before the, the it was officially, oh no, maybe April before it was open. And all these dead fish, I mean, hundreds of them. Wow. It was crazy. Well, the, speaking the of dead fish, really Carl's in the, Carl's in the, uh, <laughs> in the chat room, speaking <laughs> of dead fish. Hi, um, Carl. Hey. Yeah, uh, your friend. Food, go, yes. Where's your nuggets? Uh, well, I was going to talk. I did. Talk, I didn't get the nuggets last night. I thought oh, about the my nuggets. Goodness. I saw one and I was like, you know what? I don't. I can't eat twenty of them. I'm not going to kid myself. I can't eat twenty of those in a minute. I honestly, I think two of those in a minute would gross me out. I mean, it would take me a full minute just to get one down. They just look so disgusting. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I agree. Oh, but yeah. it would be funny. It'd be oh, funny, perfect. but I'd be sick, and I don't think I could do it. I really don't think. I mean, could just looking at them, I was like, man, there's no way I could eat twenty of those. They're, they're actually pretty big. They're like, yeah, uh, they're like the size bigger than a quarter, like a half dollar and thick, and they're greasy and just they don't look like real meat. And it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna get myself sick trying to do this. Uh, so I, I didn't do it. Um, really understandable. I'm a very slow sick. eater. So yeah. I, I, they make fun of me all the time. I eat really slow. So I wouldn't Jackie, be able to do it. Jackie Martin is going to be with us uh, at 10 o'clock. He's, he's coming back. Just cause, and I had to entice him <laughs> because my guest uh, was canceled today. And I said to Jackie, can you fill in? And initially, well, I got things to do. And I said, well, Kiara's going to be there. And he, oh, okay. Ah, thank hey. you. <laughs> See, he loves you. He loves oh, boy. You. So what do, you got, what do you got for us today? Oh, yeah, the news. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, why am I here? <laughs> this is nice news and I wish it would happen around here. According to sunnyskies.com, a gas station lowers prices back to 225 to give community a break at the pump. Uh, a gas station in North Carolina sold gas for 225 until they ran out. Amid the soaring prices, drivers in Burnsville, amid the regular soaring prices, uh, were able to get it for 225. The cheap gas was available from just before noon to about 5 p.m. when it ran out. The gas station owner said they wanted to help people during this difficult time, so they took a loss and dropped their prices. The station is expected to have another delivery t today, and the owners plan to drop the prices again soon. You know what? I don't think they really took a loss. I think they... It, no. I, I just feel like... They're, they're still probably making money. Yeah, there's so much money in it, and... The oil companies are definitely gouging prices because oil production is higher than it's ever been. They don't need to. It doesn't need to be where it is at all. So, no. No. Uh, Mikey, Mikey's in the audience, and he said he had he had gas yesterday. Uh, oh, you know, hi, Mike. So did I. You know, Mikey's got a, uh, one of those electric. <laughs> well, his wife Lydia has one of those uh, electric cars, a Tesla, and I I was asking him about you know how do they keep it. How do they keep that engine cool? They don't even need oil, which is surprising to me. An electric car, even though it runs on electricity, the engine has to get hot. Anything that that moves in metal, moving against metal, has to get hot. And it has to be right. lubricated somehow. I just don't, uh, you know, anything you get, you what you don't drive an electric car, do you? Or a hybrid little KY or jelly? Uh, no, I take a horse everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a horse. <laughs> funny. <laughs> See, oh, you've been practicing. You got your uh, like a comedy book and and how how to write comedy. I I guess so. I got. I did. Well, you know, all the comedians that you interview inspired me. So I have a little joke book, and every time I think of something, I write it down. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna okay. get out there one day. Cool. Uh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, and uh, it's a brutal world. If you think music is tough, you you got when you start out in comedy, you're not getting paid for the first. I want to say two years. <laughs> you're not gonna get anything. Even not even five bucks. Not even gas money. Not even right. one gallon of gas money. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. That's ridiculous. I remember when five bucks was at least two gallons. I right. remember when. I remember, I'm so old, I can remember when five bucks was uh, 15 gallons. You could fill up your car with like seven bucks when I was, yeah. That's how old I am. I know. (laughs) Well, anyway, we'll see you you when Jackie's here. He'll be excited to see you, so uh, uh, that's all I got. (laughs) He'll be excited to see you. We'll see you you in uh, an hour. Okay. Bye. Bye. Gas prices, eh? Gas prices. Are you interested in gas prices? Of course you are. Oh, my God. Um, Jared and Jordan are going nuts. He said, KY, really? Uh, what are, are people hanging in your office? You, you, this is what you do at work? You watch the Mind Dogs uh, Coffee with the Dog show, and you laugh about KY Jelly. Google says Tesla's USE a small um, use a small amount of oil see that mikey said no and they laughed at me for asking the question i like do you need an oil change ever uh and they laughed at me they laughed at me they're all gonna laugh at you they're all gonna laugh at you all right name them name the movie that's a reference from and you'll win a date with kelly cool ready uh you have to travel to kansas city my guest last night was from kansas city and she didn't show up uh, Betty Blackman uh, was supposed to die. And it was a relief to me because, you know what? As I talked to him about yesterday on the program, not one of those I was um, eagerly awaiting. I forgot to mention that. Um, um, what did I forget to mention? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That <laughs> Get it together, dog. Um, Kiera's... Uh, segment of the program is brought to you by Southwest Rewards. There's a link in the description. Southwest Rewards, uh, get get the rewards you're entitled to. No blackout dates, all that kind of stuff. Link is in the description. Southwest Rewards. Make sure you get, and you get rewards on not only every flight that you take, but any of their partners. The segment uh, uh, was brought to you by Southwest Airlines Rapid Rewards, earning uh, on every flight. That's the point. Join Rapid Rewards uh, to earn points you can use for any seat, anytime, no blackout days, and points don't ever expire. As a Rapid Rewards member, you earn points by flying or spending with their partners, and there's lots of partners. So you could buy, I don't know, coffee, let's say, and you're earning points towards your next vacation. Uh, we're one of the many partners that are listed on the site. You can use them, those points however you want. Plus, if you're short on points, like Carl is definitely a little short on points, as they say, uh, you can always purchase more to get the reward you've been eyeing. You've been eyeing a reward. 
Uh, so, and you can get it with your points. Like, if you got enough points, and I got a few points. Uh, booking a vacation without worrying about blackout dates. That's transparency. You ever fly Southwest? Southwest is like a comedy show uh, in the air. I don't know. Most people, do you fly Southwest? Uh, they're cheap. <laughs> That's why I fly them. But um, it's generally, uh, it's a different experience. It definitely is a different experience being on a Southwest flight. First of all, the flight attendants in, are all like, they seem to have had, had some uh, stand-up comedy uh, training when they, you know, uh, give you that whole speech about using the belt buckle, the seat seat belt, like you've never used a seat belt before. You did instructions and all that stuff. Those guys are funny. The pilots generally have some, not exactly what you're looking for in a pilot is his comedic ability, right? I mean, uh, hey, I, let, I'm going to get in a, a tin can that's going to fly 30,000 feet in the air. Uh, what's his, what's his five like, <laughs> you know, it's not one of those things that comes to mind that, well, how good is the pilot? No. Uh, uh, what is Kelly saying? No, will and no will answer. They know I'm a bad day. Oh, what? Well, yeah. Wow. You're, you're in lag. I was talking about winning a date with you. Like at least it seems like an hour ago but it looked definitely five minutes ago or so. Uh, and what was that about? What did I talk about? What, how are you going to win that date? I forgot. I, I forgot what I even said, man, this dementia and cognitive decline. I'm like, I make Joe Biden and Trump both seem like young spring chickens with their cognitive ability. Uh, I'm just losing it day by day, minute by minute, getting uh, further and further disconnected from reality. I'm having a dementia break right now. Right in this moment, I feel like um, I could just snap. I could just, you know, where's my jello? That's what I feel like. Anyway, the show is brought to you by Koa Coffee. I'm drinking cold coffee, and I probably need a refresher, so I should go grab some. You know about Koa Coffee? You do. Chad does with his pea berry. I wonder how Chad found out about his pea berry coffee. Uh, anybody else there drinking any exotic coffees? Pea berry, Kenyan pea berry coffee? Uh, very weird stuff. Anyway, today's show is brought to you by Koa Coffee, the best coffee in America, as rated by Forbes magazine. And people at Forbes, listen, you're writing about business and money all day. You need good coffee. So these people at Forbes, they know their coffee. They're not just like some podcast knucklehead just talking about how good the coffee is. They are legit coffee drinking, coffee addicts, typing away all day. Money, 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 coffee. Money, 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 coffee, cups, money, 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 money. This is the people at Forbes. So they know their coffee. They know good coffee. And uh, cold coffee is what they decided is the best in the USA. And listen, if you're in the USA, you don't really care about those other places like that other that might be on there, like you know, Kenya. Kenya's got Kenya. Yeah, New USA, we're number one. No, Kenya's number one. No, not Kenya. We got we got our ass kicked by Kenya, really seriously. We need to up our game. Kenya's kicking our ass. No, Koa Coffee is now the best in the world, as determined by the Mind Dog TV podcast and Coffee with the Dog Show. How about that? Best coffee in the world, right here. And I'm gonna go get myself a fresh cup. You should too. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Koa Coffee. 
If you are a coffee connoisseur and want to experience the best coffee Hawaii has to offer, no blends, no compromise, try the true taste of aloha. Koa Coffee produces premium Hawaiian coffee, hand-picked, expertly roasted, and delivered from Hawaii to your door with aloha. From award-winning 100% Kona coffee grown on the slopes of the Mauna Loa volcano to the unique mocha beans of Maui, they strive to provide their loyal customers with the best quality and freshness. Since 1997, Koa Coffee has been known far and wide as a product of utmost quality, and their awards prove it. Koa Coffee was featured in Forbes' Top 10 Coffees of the World. This is the coffee Forbes called the best coffee in America. Find out what it's all about. Go to minddogtv.com slash coffee. Hey. Hey, you. Get back here. Oh. Oh, man. You see these eyes? They're allergy eyes, sinusy eyes. I hate it. Hate the morning allergy stuff. I think it's a dry heat in this room. I've said that before, though, haven't I? Anyway, Chad says he researched it. Man, okay, imagine that going on online and saying, oh, "I gotta find some different coffee. I need a, I need better coffee." I'll turn to the internet. Where can I find better coffee? Better than Koa, you say? No. I say no. Um, anyway. Obama coffee calls this. Obama, no. Obama coffee is Hawaiian coffee. Koa coffee. Allegedly. I don't know. I really don't. I was not there. I actually was born before Obama, though. I'm older than Obama. Are you? No. You're not. None of you are. Only I am. I am special like that. Going to open up the phone lines even before Jackie gets here. How about that? Um, because I think we'll try playing, if he's open to it, a little stunt, stunt, <laughs> stunt, stump, stunt the junk, <laughs> junk man, stunt the joke man. Man, it's, it's, I can blame it on a lot of things. Lack of sleep, uh, the lips not working, all this kind of stuff. Um but I'm just retarded. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. What the fuck am I looking for? Oh, yeah, the, the phone line. What is my phone number again? Um, man, not together today at all, are you, dog? 631-496-6464 is the number. Should you want to call in and maybe play uh, Stunt the Joke Man once he gets here? Um, that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if that's a uh, something that is copyrighted intellectual property and we might not be allowed to do that. Or we'll call it something else like tell Jackie a joke. <laughs> Jerk, jerking the joke, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, he should be here uh, momentarily. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, oh, Kelly's sneezing away, too. I guess it's, it's, it's all the way down to Kansas City. Uh, device is not contained. Uh the tower's still standing. Oh, uh, this must be Carl because I didn't press any buttons. And he's just like, look what's going on. See, you know what happened with Carl? Uh, he's trying to rework his studio. I noticed he... T- oh, there he is. 
uh that was really weird it was like the ghost took, i did not realize you were going to do that it's might not go well i have internet i have internet issues uh, you sound like you're in the, you're my war zone correspondent again. Tell tell me what's going on over there in Ukraine. Oh, he's he's not even hearing me. He's not seeing me. He's just staring at me. Carl, oh Carl, oh Carl. Right, it's ridiculous. Am I here? Am I alive? Are we alive? Yes, he's alive. I'm just popping in. Yeah, just popping in real quick, 30 seconds. I know you've got stuff to do. I've got shitload of stuff to do. Um, I just want to come in and tell America that I am Mr. Matthews, the mentioned doctor. We are nearing the end. There's clear decline. <laughs> this is it's basically full of porridge and piss. Before long, he's going to go missing. The wife's going to say, where is he? I don't know. We found him on the freeway. No, no pants on. He's confused. Get him home, you know, if you see him. But... Don't worry, because when, when we are past, you know, the bad time, Jamie will do the writing, and I'm going to take over the show, and it'll be it'll make much more sense. I'll be able to read comments in the right order. I won't be using confirmation bias, you know, for my opinions and all things social. It'll just be a better show, I think. And also, British accent is going to be much better. I'm not condescending. British. Keep my dementia so, uh, out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Uh, go, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you go. I just, I just no, don't let me go. Uh, well, you can let me go, but don't let me go. Don't let me go. Hold me. Hold me. Um, what did I want to ask you? Oh, you're reworking your studio, though, right? Uh, you took down the stars and the stars. That's, that's where that's where space was. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm moving out here. That's right. Oh, you're moving. I that's just, right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just keeping. I've just been keeping it fairly quiet. I'm moving somewhere temporary, then I'm going away to Brazil, and then I'll be back in a real place. Um, oh. Yeah, that's it. Just be a bit space. This is uh, I've inserted oh, you... my triangular space flag for my service. I know what I wanted to ask you before I let you go here. Um, you, of Dykes and Man, we can't, we're expecting a show of Dykes and Man this week, right? Are you, are you should, doing that? Should be good. Should be, should be good for it. Yeah, should be good for it. Uh, I think Thursday will be done, and then, yeah. Well, I understand that this is April, April, April Fool's week. Are you, uh, is, are you got anything planned for that? Like, I don't know. Uh, are you a, anything... Just yes or no, you don't have to tell us what it is. It'd defeat the point, wouldn't it, if I said even yes or no, I think. I think everything Jamie and I do is completely serious. If it's offensive, it's produced by you, approved by you, and written by Brett Brock. That's our company policy. Well, Um, there there was a rumor going around that you guys might might actually blow each other on the show. There was a rumor going around. That's Patreon only. You've got to pay... Uh, at least ten dollars a month for that kind of business, and we'll release some stuff <laughs> privately to you. Uh, well, there's no no problem. You know how these things go. Once the rumor starts, it's really hard to stop it. And I've done my best not to uh, uh, try to stop it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, once you hear you suck each then. other up, yeah, once you once there's rumors about you sucking each other up around by the bins, it is hard to put the genie back in the bottle. And the penis back in the uh, in the zip. Yeah, you know I'm going to have Paul McCartney on uh, on Friday. You're you're aware of this, right? 
super excited. Well, we, we saw we saw a few seconds of it the other day, so I, I know people think that it's fake, but it's really nice. It's no, absolutely no. phenomenal. I can't, I can't wait to see the whole thing. I mean, it was just amazing. Get we saw some of the emails behind the scenes as well. So it is happening. Everyone tune in. I can't wait to watch it. It, it's, it's going to be scandalous because he did say some things that are probably going to get him in trouble, me in trouble. Before you know it, uh, I think Saturday morning I'm probably going to be very um, upset that I even had him on because, um, you know, it's not not going to be good for either of our careers. So. Anyway, yeah, Jack... Controversy is always good. I can hear Jackie's popped in. I'll leave it there. Uh, Jackie's with us. You want to say hello before you, 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 cop, you run out? I'll say, say hello super fast, and then I've really got to go. All right, say, say hello to Jackie. Well, we're looking at the top of his head. He probably can't hear us. He doesn't know he's on. He doesn't know he's on. Hello, Jack. <laughs> hello, you're on the air already. <coughs> what? Yes, you are. <laughs> I just brought you right in. Because Carl, Carl is, is ducking out, and he wanted to say hello to you before he, he left. Hello, so my friend. Did. How you doing, Jackie? I hope you're well, my friend. I've just been super busy, but yeah, it's nice to say hello to you, and I hope you have trousers on. Hi, it's Carl from over the over the big pond there. Yeah, the big pond. Yep. Nice to see you, man. Yeah, nice to see you. I just popped in. He's my war correspondent. He was reporting from Ukraine this morning. That's where he is today, and he's he's over there giving us a little lowdown on what's really going on over there. So I got three words for you, Duck. <laughs> Listen, it's noisy. It's noisy, it's, it's noisy, but uh, it's kind of sexy. Women with guns, of course. So yeah, on that note, I better, I better get on and keep reporting for for Mind Dog. But um, it's, it's a pleasure to see you. I hope you're not naked below the camera. I am. Right. Um, oh. I I always am. Last rights is uh, Wednesday or no this week? No. Um, I think I think it probably. Not this week. Uh, there might be something. It might be something weird and short. But um, yeah, I've, I've got I've got to move everything in like twenty hours in twenty hours of wait time. So all right, go do some work, man. Yeah. Go, Cole, go do me a favor. <clears throat> Tell uh, England and Ireland and Scotland to go to. Uh, I finally put some jokes on TikTok, <clears throat> but you're not allowed to put dirty jokes. So you kind of got to dance around it like the old days. So no, yeah, you know you no, can't no. get an. You can't get an answer as far as what the actual censorship is, but uh, if you go to they're, they're <laughs> tough. they could they they could be really tough on it. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I've already I've already followed you. I, I will post it around, and my dog will post it as well. So we'll uh, yeah, I'll be sharing that around for you. I appreciate that, and I will see you over there one fine day. Uh, and what's going, on, what's going on with the beard? You you got <clears throat> you, you got the beard going on in here, and. Uh, and <laughs> like three years ago or something like that, a guy asked me to do jokes. Uh, it was a guy I met somewhere along the 40 years, and he was in at the head of a, a radio station, or maybe three of them, actually, you know, a branch of stations in Phoenix. <clears throat> he said, will you do some jokes? And I said, I've done them in every way, shape, and form. I said, you know what I want to do? I'll do one joke a day. And we'll call it Jackie's 420 Joke. So that way, if somebody wants to, if they're listening... They don't have to worry about listening to 20 jokes. They're going to hear one joke. Remember that joke. Go tell their friend, hey, Matt, here's a joke. Oh, where'd you hear that? I heard it on the radio, Jackie the Joke Man at 420. So it's an easy promotion, an easy way to get jokes. <clears throat> but when I did them, the easiest way to send them to the guy was to make iPhone videos because otherwise you got to make little MP3s and send them in. It's a pain in the ass. An iPhone video, you just make it and pop it. So I sent it. 
and I got like 125 of them. And then I realized they're perfect for TikTok. They're radio clean. There's no promotion. They're just my stupid giggle and a joke and another stupid giggle. And I put them up. I do not understand. Some of the jokes have 2,000 views and some of the jokes have 60,000 views. And there's no discernible difference one's not more dirty than the other or one's not about street cleaning you know it's a it's a it's a mensa problem i'll tell you that no i wanted to talk about that because i had a comedian on yesterday who just reached four hundred thousand uh followers on there and i was looking at yours and i followed you and i noticed you went up a hundred followers since last night since i was on there so it would you're getting some traction on there and i want more i people. don't know you know the first i think the first day i got five thousand uh, within two more days, I was up to 6,000. Within another week, I was up to 6,050. You know, like I hit my stride and now I'm out scrounging. But I think you just have to hit pockets of people that aren't aware because the people, you know, they're just stupid jokes, but people that like jokes, there's a lot of us. You know, they're they're all over the place, you know? Right. But I think, uh, and I want to I touch base on with some of these comedians who are, are killing it on there, because I think there is some strategy, well, like whether it's titling the clip or the thumbnail you, you use or other stuff that will get you more traction. So we'll find out about that. Well, you know what? what? The problem for me is everybody says, interact with the fans, interact with the viewers, and that's what will get you. But I can't do that because already... You know, so many people really love the jokes, but anything I do brings out the sternies. You yeah. know, I was so sure you were dead. You've never said a joke that was funny in your life. I don't get it. That's really stupid. Why don't you type it in English? You know, oh, and you know what I do? And I know you're not supposed to. Carl, I don't care. I just block them. So when they go, decide to go back again today to break my balls some more, they're going to be like, oh, that son of a bitch blocked me. Yeah, well, Bob Fungul, I'm not there for your dining pleasure. You know, go what? play Will, yeah, go play Will Smith exactly. or somebody else. Yeah, you know. You're not Italian. Get blocking, my friend. Get blocking, my friend. I've got a, I've got a dip out. I've got a stuff to do, but take it easy, and I'll share your stuff. Get to look at Thank it. Thank you. Exactly, right? Nice to go, go take those accent lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Duck and cover. I'll try. All right. See you later, guys. Have a good Get out. Bye-bye. Get out. How it still sound. Look, get, no out. Hand. get out. See, if you don't know what happened, uh, Carl was leaving the room and um, he hit the end broadcast button and screwed everything up. So if you're having some trouble finding us right now uh, or you abruptly ended and you wondered, what the hell is going on? We lost everybody. Um, that's what happened. So I'm awaiting, I'm awaiting Jackie coming back. Oops. Yep, yep, yep. And so uh, there we are. I'm on YouTube listening to myself talk back to me. Uh, we'll see what happens. So I sent Jackie a new link and uh, Kiera the new link, and hopefully we'll get the show restarted here. And we can blame this all on call. Uh, <laughs> Well, Michael's saying, what happened? Well, Carl was leaving the room, but instead of uh, leaving the room, he clicked the end broadcast button. And you can't restart a broadcast on StreamYard once you've done that. So I had to create a new look, at, and I'm a little more red now. I got more red. 
and I sent resent Jackie the link. Hopefully he'll he'll get the link and be joining us in a minute. And I sent Kiara the new link, and maybe she'll be joining us in a minute. Um, it, well, at least it wasn't me and my senior cognitive uh, decline that did this. So um, that's uh, uh, at least good for me. Anyway, David Garrido. Hey, Garrido. Hey, David. <laughs> wow. Talk about a blast from the past. Uh, how are you, my friend? Good to see you. Uh, that's what you get when you uh, let Carl drive. I didn't really... I guess I should have put him out of the room by myself, but I thought, I thought, you know, he, he does this. He should, he, he had a good handle on it, but instead of just taking himself out of the room, he ended the broadcast. So we'll see. Hopefully Jackie will be able to get back connected there. Um, I did send, oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. He's back. Floating the old one. Yeah. Oh, well, you probably hit, oh. I don't know what happened, but anyway, you know, it's because I have to cut and paste it with my fingers on my iPad and put it in Streamyard and try and delete the last one. And you know, I, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, we're all technically challenged, but nobody is as technically challenged as Carl. <laughs> yeah, he he was uh, what we call a big help. I I need to get a better war correspondent because if he's going over there uh, reporting on the war, he's probably going to you know bomb the wrong place or something. Yeah, you got to hope he's at the right war, you know. Right. So how are you, my friend? It's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since we we've seen you. Anything new going on in your life? It's nice to talk to. You. I don't know if you, it's so weird. I mean that whole horrible thing at the Academy Awards, but the next day, uh, suddenly Chris Rock was a better tennis player. <laughs> Man, have which you have you ever which seen is I never say you know, and there's not something to joke about in any way, but that was a, a, such a hip joke to steal from an, <laughs> an old friend of mine in 1980. Worked at the Improv. He was one of the first guys I did shows with, and one of his jokes was that he came out of the Improv at like 12 at 12 midnight one day, one night, and there were like a dozen little Chinese, like a little Chinese gang there. And they all had knives and they all came at him. And he said, and the next day I, I didn't have any back pain, <laughs> which is kind of this, kind of this it's ridiculous as it sounds. It's the same joke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. You know, there are a lot of old jokes that are adaptable to new situations. Yeah, that, like know? all of them. All yeah, like them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, that, that's cool. Um, so um, the TikTok thing, we were talking about that. And uh, can you not tell dirty jokes on there? You know, nobody will give me a definitive answer. Um, I put the jokes I put on, luckily, well, not so luckily, because by design, I had 20, I did 25 jokes a month for a guy in Phoenix. And all 25 were radio friendly. Now you can get pretty naughty, you know, if anybody ever heard me on the Mark Simone show, I get fairly outrageous without, you know, without, Curse. you know, you, you get away with it. That's, that's what we did on the Stern show. That was the beauty of the Stern show was dancing around the rules. And, you know, Mark sometimes like, whoa, I'm not sure you can say that. It was a little late, you know, but 
out of the 125 jokes I've loaded, I got a guy coming over today to shoot a bunch more, and I wish I knew the rules. The only, they, they don't, they, they didn't delete the jokes. They muted them. And the two jokes they muted, and then, of course, I went and deleted them, had the word, one of them had the word dildo, which is not a dirty word, and one of them had the word masturbate. And those are not inherently dirty words like uh, yeah. the Magic Seven. Yeah. But I've had stuff on there that I think is much dirtier. So I think they probably have a computer, you know, one of those things that just sorts through and looks for the seven dirty words plus the other 700 that may be offensive. But well, I'm looking, I wish somebody give me a definitive list or a definitive rules or, you know. Might be something in translation too. Maybe dildo translates to kill kill the emperor in Chinese or something. <laughs> you know, I can't believe you just said that because I remember hearing that. <laughs> but it's so uh, funny, and everybody else. But the thing is, I did these jokes years ago, and I just, for for the hell of it, I just started letting my beard grow for one re some reason or other. I couldn't go anywhere. Um, so the, a couple of the months worth of the jokes, I had the, this beard and some months I didn't. And uh, it was back, I think it was in early 2019, which is, I can't believe 2019 is a long time ago. It I just can't like, accept yeah, that. Three, three years, but, that's, yeah. I, but that's why the beard, that was a pretty long answer. And I need wow. to get the answer to, if you go on TikTok and you search Jackie Martling, I know you get my jokes, but it seems like the word at has to be in the URL when you type it in. No, I do it here. Here's the URL because I copied and pasted it. Did I not? Yes, here it is. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's uh, TikTok.com slash at Jackie Martling. Yes, that's right. You're, you're correct on that. So we want people, everybody go there and just follow them. Uh, you know, the follow button's easy to do. And then share, share, share the stuff. Uh, you So... You're shooting a bunch today. Will you put them out one day at a time? Like you put them <laughs> Well, you know what happened was I had a whole load of them, and I put up like three, and then I put up four, and then I put up one. and then, You know, it's like working for tips. Like, I'm an old guy, but, you know, just like you know, like Ted Cruz or whatever his name was, you know, I you load a couple jokes, and an hour later you look to see if anybody looked at the jokes, you know. And uh, I look at the – you know what? Let me – I just loaded a bunch – before I talk to you, let's see if they said anything rude. Well, I had the the page up. Where did I put that? Oh, Jackie Moore. Here it is. Uh, Midair thinking. Uh... Funny. You're the man, Jackie. See, that's a nice one. And this is, everybody says this. Terry Bradshaw is telling jokes. <laughs> that's, but that's not that's not a slam. That's that's somebody no, that, watching. You know. Yeah, no, and I like the you know the the look with the beard. You kind of look like a rock star a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know? But you know, of course, I never knew that these were going to wind up going anywhere. So, I, most of the comments are trim your stupid nose hair and and also back up <laughs> and shut up and. I can't believe this guy laughs at his own jokes. What's not to believe? It's only been 45 years, you moron. But but I, I appreciate it all. I appreciate people looking at it. I say, look, grab a handful of these jokes and tell them all weekend. You, in spite of yourself, you might get laid, you know? Yeah. Um, later on this week, a couple of days from now, I got a comedian coming on, and he thinks he was banned for being too edgy in the 
Pensacola uh, <coughs> comedy circuit. But I've seen the videos of this thing. And the guy, he's doing his act like that. He's doing basically, uh, oh, yeah, but uh, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? You know, basically working off his phone like that. And I'm, it's just, I'm seeing a lot of comics working, reading fucking material off their phone. Have you ever? Well, has <laughs> he got banned for that? Well, he, he says he got banned for being too edgy because some of the jokes he said were, you know, not not stuff that would necessarily fly in today's culture. They weren't like off the top. You know, I, I think, you know, you know people of- when I <clears throat> when I first started, when nobody knew me. And we're doing shows out here in Long Island. The word got around in New York and people said, oh, yeah, that guy from Long Island that takes jokes out of a book and goes up and tells them. And uh, slowly but surely, I met all these guys. And every time I met them, I'm like, holy Christ, you're one of the funniest people I ever met. And I say, yeah, you know, of course, these are old jokes. But it's 40, you know, it's 40 years of, of every bar, every party, listening, telling, telling the jokes, tell them right. I say, listen, anybody, take a joke book, pick out 10 jokes and go on stage and tell them. And tell right. a joke. And when nobody laughs, tell another one. And it gets all quiet and really scary really quick. And I say, anybody, help yourself. It's all a question of what you're doing. But the question of actually taking the book on stage and reading it, I mean, I don't care if it was annoying material or not somebody you know somebody should send will smith up on that stage and get him the hell out of there you know yeah i it drives me crazy seeing people read off the phone but i asked carl about this and he said it's pretty common now people you, you know who take... was famous for that was richard lewis i don't know but it was I part of his thing. richard lewis ha- would have his pages like taped together lengthwise and put them on the piano and he'd do his whole thing and like freaking out. And then he'd go over and look at the piano and come back. But it, it was, you know, it, it was part of a whole goof. You know, you can't yeah. walk over and read two words and come back and do a bit unless yeah, you know yeah. what you're doing. You know, yeah, bullet pointing. And I've seen people work off a note, put like a, a, a bullet points on their on the stool next to them and look, glance down every once in a while just to remember, you know, but bullet points just a couple of words like do the bit about grandma (laughs) even that is annoying i'll tell you when i the one time i did that when i was on the stern show and we're working 25 hours a day and killing ourselves i put out a cd of you know i put out albums and i had all these jokes but i said when i start doing cds i'm going to start from square one so i can get all the jokes in the digital realm so i did a cd's worth of jokes and then it was time to do another CD, but I'm headlining and I'm kicking ass. So I can't go up on stage and get away with stuff. So I'm doing gigs and I'm tape recording and I put the jokes, you know, the bullet points of the jokes up on the stage or wherever, because I was doing a whole brand new set. I mean, I had to throw away 80 minutes and do another 80 minutes of completely different. They're all old jokes that I'd known forever, but it's a different 80 minutes. I did that six times. Wow. I have six CDs that are all, they're all for, you can download all six of my CDs for 20 bucks. If somebody loves jokes, I wish when I was a kid, I could have had this cornucopia because at, I found out that 78 minutes was the maximum amount of spoken time you could load onto a CD. 
So I made my CD 78 minutes and the next one was 78 minutes. The next one was 78 minutes. And they were packed. I mean, packed with rapid fire jokes. It's just an amazing. I say amazing. I'm not amazing. It's just something I did. But if you love jokes, there's no better place to go fishing, you know. But when I think back of getting rid of 78 minutes of jokes and doing a new 78 minutes and having to kill the crowd. I can't have people go, he was all right because I'm working on a stern show and I got, you know, I'm not a great comedian, but I'm a great joke teller and then get rid of it all and start over and then get rid of it all. It was like, I did more work in one day, Matt, more work in one day than I think I've done since January. I swear <laughs> to God, I was like, who was that guy? You know, and we had the TV show going on the radio, you know. Yeah. Um... Ah, but did you ever see uh violent because i think i mentioned to you i thought lenny clark i've seen him uh or i heard the story about him fighting a heckler did you ever see anybody smack a comedian or do it or get violent with a comedian on stage before the i, I told this story so many times and stop me if i've told you when i first started i was a guitar player who told jokes, you know, I had right. a band where we played music and told jokes. Then I started doing gigs on my own. In addition to the band, and I sat there and played a joke and told a song and played a joke and told the song, you know, and, um, eventually I kind of segued away and I went from being a guy who sang songs and told jokes to becoming a guy who told jokes and sang songs, which sounds subtle, but it's a different animal. And, very early on, I think it was early 79. I got a kind it's funny how your early gigs are enshrined in your memory. You know, you lose decades, but you remember the first ones. And it was a place <laughs> called Billy Who with a question mark. Billy Who? And it was in West Patterson, New Jersey. And I don't know about you and your gang. I don't know if my gang was weird or or, or poor or what. We didn't do bachelor parties. <clears throat> we never heard of that. You know, like somebody got married and somebody would have a dinner maybe beforehand with the families and stuff. But I, I, maybe we were too scattered, but it was not, no, like Charlie's got a bachelor party. Let's go. We're going to go. So that w it was a, at least in 1979, it was a little bit of an unknown quantity to me. And I get a call. Do you want to do a bachelor party? in West Patterson, New Jersey, which was a far, far trek. But I can remember clearly as day, it was 75 bucks. And I'm telling you, Matt, making $20 at the rainy night house, I'm getting $75 to go do a bachelor party. I'm going. I grabbed my friend Red, said, you're coming with me. And we go to this little bar and it's maybe 15 guys. And it's a bachelor party and I don't know from anything. And so the girl that they have a stage that's maybe six inches tall, you know, the size of a, of a riser. And this girl gets up and dances and, and strips a little bit. And then they say they want me to tell jokes. So I put my amplifier in front of the stage and sat on my amplifier with my guitar and started doing little parodies and telling jokes. And the 12 guys, stood in front of me in a semicircle, okay? So I'm looking up at them, and I'm doing jokes and breaking chops and breaking chops, and all of a sudden I look at them, and I said something insulting. Not to anybody, 
I said something insulting, and there was a big guy, probably in the second row of the people standing there, and I kind of must have been looking in his direction. He came through the guys, walked up, and grabbed me by my shirt like this and bent me over my amplifier and cocked his fist. And the whole time I'm like, no, no, man, man I'm a comic. I'm just, I was talking to everybody. I wasn't talking to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so, all right. So he backed up. And, I'm, and I thought to myself, this is going to be a tough road to hold this business. Yeah, well, that's Nothing it. ever, ever in the ensuing 45 years remotely like that ever happened again. It was well, yeah, a, a total anomaly. And listen to this one. We get, I get done. I think they gave me a tip. They all love me. They didn't know me from the radio. It's 1979. They were just, you know, people who liked my Dirty Joke album. And after, after the, uh, the show, they, they want the girl to dance some more. So they line up the chairs, and they had me and my buddy sit in the front row. And I'm sitting next to the groom. The groom's father and the groom's fiance's father. And this girl's on stage and brings the groom, I swear on all that's holy, brings the groom up on stage, lies him down, pulls down his pants, and blows him in front of his father and his future father-in-law and everybody. father-in-law the one and, and they're all watching, and I'm like, I, I, I... Kind of couldn't believe it. And then the guys all lined up, including the father and the father-in-law, lined up at the bathroom, and one by one, she blew everybody. Oh, my and God. And I am not making this up. And and I thought, I am. I don't think I've had a wilder story in, in 45 years. But that you, all you, happened on the same night, the Billy Who in West Patterson, New Jersey. But you, you yeah. left out the, the best part is that uh, she grew up to be, uh, become a famous rock star named Rod Stewart. Um, <laughs> you know, all those people, out of all those people, some of them have to be alive and kicking. And if, God, if only somebody is listening to your show that says, you know what, I was there that night at the Billy Who. It's quite a, oh, my God. This I think the how, place was in business for like a month, you know. This is how Jackie lost his innocence, folks, and it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a touching story. Uh, I, I have a similar recollection of how it happened to me. At a bachelor party, lost my innocence and woke up to the ways of the world. Like, wow, this stuff really goes on? <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know what? What's really weird is me and my buddy did not go in the bathroom. We, we did not pass go, and we did <laughs> not collect $200. Good you know, I don't... I just, I, not yeah. because we were prudes. I, I just think all the way home, we just could not believe it, you know. Right. Well, I want to point out a couple of things here. 75 bucks in Patterson, New Jersey, from where you were in Long Island, it still was almost 70 bucks profit because gas was only 25 cents a gallon, and the tolls were like a, maybe a dollar. <laughs> Minuscule. Yeah, I just got a gig doing a show at the Sweetwater in South Jersey, and the girl said, will you work for the same amount? I said, yeah, sure, why not? And we missed a couple of years because of the pandemic. <clears throat> and she said, uh, and we built it $100, car fare and gas. I said, the only thing different is that you got to double that. Yeah, you know, it's right. a long ride and it's, it's, it's a lot more. And she said, no problem, because it really is, it really is crazy. You yeah. Know? 
Beyond beyond the gas prices, the tolls are insane. Cause I remember when those bridges were like a dollar or something, or even two dollars to get over the bridge. Now it's like uh, you got to take out a mortgage to pay the toll. <laughs> when we were kids, we used to have a thing called the Midtown Reach. When we're driving into the city and we're getting near the toll, everybody pretend they couldn't reach into their pockets because it was their pockets were charged. So funny. And you used to throw a dime at the thing and get through the, right? It, it was like a dime or a quarter, and, and you'd have to uh, hit the target. <laughs> another story of mine that nobody has ever believed, we were coming back from, uh, my buddy went to college in, in uh, Quinnipiac in, in Connecticut, and we were coming back with a pile full of people and <clears throat> pulled up to the toll, and I went to throw in either a quarter or 75, and I looked, and it was a pile of change there like either somebody had thrown like a, a piece of paper or maybe somehow it got lodged and blocked and i reached in and pulled out a monstrous handful of quarters and then threw in my toll we went to i i and, you know why would i make that up it's just one of those things and i've never met anybody that ever happened to so maybe i'm on acid i don't know no, i've seen i've seen that happen when it clogged up but i never reached in and grabbed it out <laughs> that's a whole different stuff well, takes a special part now listen I don't want to queer the deal if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, but my document, the documentary called Joke Man, uh, about my life and career, which is pretty fun and pretty interesting, is not dead in the water. I thought it was. It's had a major cable outlet, and we have a real good chance. You know what, Matt? You have a real good chance till you get rejected. That's right, how it I works. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, we yeah. got a real good chance. And um, <clears throat> and what else is going on? You know, it's fun to be doing gigs again. You know, I'm driving further for less money, and I don't care. You know, I, I got books on tape, and I'm just driving along and listening and getting there and doing my stupid jokes. I did the Algonquin in South Jersey the other night, and it was like, it wasn't packed, but it was like three quarters or more full. And to be there in person and the people are laughing and, buying books and shirts it's like you know i know for a 74 year old guy i should probably be president of a company but it, it just feels good to be back in the in the grind however grindy it is it, it just feels good man i hear you man it's time for the segment that you're gonna love it's it's called the happy minute with kiara this segment is brought to you by southwest airlines rapid rewards earning uh on every flight that's the point join rapid rewards to earn the points you can use for any seat anytime no blackout dates and points don't expire links in the description now it's time for the fabulous uh aforementioned <laughs> works does it work out oh, oh jackie got around <laughs> there what happened how'd you get did you do that or i didn't do that you flipped your camera around didn't you <laughs> why did now we lost your volume we lost your volume can you hear us you can't hear us <laughs> okay okay <laughs> jackie is upside down and silent now <laughs> he doesn't know i can try to reach him in the private chat if he can uh your volume how, how I can't are you? hear you. Yes. Hold up a sign that says, we can't hear you. Um, <laughs> Maybe come back and come back in. Uh, come out yeah. and come back in. You got it. We can't hear you. Get out and come back. 
There okay. he goes. All right. <laughs> He'll be back in a second. <laughs> this is a train wreck. You know, uh, I don't know what if you happened? know. Call was on and uh, he was going to leave the room. And I told him he could leave the room by himself because he has controls like that. Uh, right. And instead of leaving the room, he hit the end broadcast button. You can't restart. Uh... So I had to create a whole new show. It's, uh, you know, all call started the cluster of technical problems that we're having. And now it's just continuing. Um, I saw the comment. Someone said uh, they thought Long Island got nuked. Yeah, ca- uh, Craig said that. And he's he probably not all that uh, far from being right about that. Call nuked us anyway. Jackie's back. You still haven't. Oh, he's fucking with me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hi, gorgeous. How are you? Oh, hi. Oh, you mean her. Uh, well, you're a little slow on the uptake there. Yeah, I know. You, you are beautiful. I saw you sing the other day. He sent he, either him or you. Somebody sent me your a little video of you crooning. Ooh. Crooning? Oh, it was that me. wasn't you, Matt. Me, yeah, yeah, it was me. I forget what you were singing. I think it might have been uh, from the Aura when you did that Rainbows or something, something like that. Oh. Uh, anyway, Thank Jackie, <laughs> Kiara, and I got a uh, a new place, a new venue up by well, Manhasset. And uh, we're starting there in July. So if you you want, to, you're welcome to come in and sit in with us with on guitar anytime you want. I'm putting that out there. Ooh, <laughs> what nice. what place? I'm definitely coming. What place in Manhasset? Uh, Publicans. It's uh, I think Campra. I don't, I don't forget the address, but it's no, there, I'll find it. Publicans. Yeah. That's a nice neck of the woods, Manhasset. Yeah, no, mm. that's why we're we're going there. I mean, we don't we don't do a lot of duo work uh, at the moment, but when we do, I want to make sure it's nice clubs, be, nice places because uh, tip money. <laughs> to be honest with you. Now, nice who's doing play- what? You both you're playing guitar and she's singing. Yeah, I do yeah. a little singing too, but try not to annoy people. We she does the majority of the singing. I do. Well, but I didn't mean to the exclusion of you, but I'm saying that's the layout of the land is one yes. guitar and two yeah, voices. And- and uh, yeah, and she plays uh, tambourine, but her, her her man told her not to play tambourine. <laughs> she plays. She's a drummer. She plays drums with us a couple of times. She, uh, she Why plays. would somebody tell you not to play the tambourine? I well, yeah. I brought my tambourine, and he thought it, it might have been a little too much with every song, but I thought it worked. It no, well, no, one guitar volume. and one vocal. No, you don't want tam- you know. You know what I had. I'll make uh-huh. you laugh if you would like to laugh. I sure. can't believe it's right here. No, we hate laughing. I had a what? band called the Off Hour Rockers, and it was me and another guy. Both of us played guitar, and this was our drummer. I had a tambourine with a piece of rubber on it that's now completely shot, of course, and put my foot in it and. Operator with my foot, and on the, on the gentler songs, I just put my foot on top and and right. tapped it, and it was on a rug, so it was muffled. And when they came to record my band for this uh, our hit single called "The Pot Song," the guys saw that I had a microphone on the foot tambourine, and they said, "Wow, I guess this guy gets the concept of recording." And they asked me to work in their recording studio. I learned how to record stuff. I became a comedian, recorded three albums. That got wow. me onto Howard. I made a fortune. And as we speak, the guy that owned the recording studio is married to my sister. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, st- I stick to people's feet like gum, you know. Wow. <laughs> 
So I put put the tambourine on the floor and just. No, touch you know it what? You're the inspiration backup. for every busker out there because they're all doing that now. Uh, they have the tambourine on one foot and like a bass drum type of thing hooked up to the other foot. Well, you know, and you know the truth is, I think everybody probably ever did it, but I never saw that. But and then somebody mailed me. You can actually buy a tambourine, and it actually has the little place to put your foot in now. You know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna, I've been I'm superseded. Gonna... I've been superseded. Yeah. So, so I uh, didn't know you were married. That kills yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Yep. Kids that, and everything. Kids and everything. Oh. She's got like eight kids. Twenty wow. twenty nine years old. She's got eight kids. Uh, that's <laughs> that's what I call getting your bait back. <laughs> <laughs> She's, you know, constantly having another one. Just like she's like a bakery, just popping them out there. Boom. That's great. I think that's great. I like my cigar, but I like my cigar, but I take it out once in a while. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's the famous Groucho line that he, of course, never, ever, ever said. But, oh, he uh, never said that. No, I, we never. I was always that. under the impression that he actually said that. So. It was like a Yogi Berraism. They just made it up and attributed it to him. Yeah, you mm. know, I had <clears throat> a, a friend who passed away, but he, he used me on a couple of his things. He was a weird producer guy who married a woman that I was so in love with in high school and still am and had twins with her and then died. So luckily I get, got to go back and get it on with her. But he worked with Yogi Berra and he did the video for Yogi's I guess in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, they must have a little thing where you push a button and, and it's got some information. But there's also a Yogi Berra Hall of Fame where they have some video stuff. So we recorded a bunch of the Yogi stuff. But in the course of working with Yogi, Yogi said some stuff that, you know, you Google, Google Yogi Berra. There's so many things that he said or uh, were attributed to him. that are so, But so many of them you've seen a million times but this guy said, I couldn't believe he really was saying these things. And he, and I, of course, remember them. He said, you know, Cher was pretty good in that film Moonstruck. I think she got the golden glove, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. And he said, Hank Bauer played 18 seasons with the Yankees. I can't believe that. Jesus, the guy smoked like a fish. <laughs> and he said in the middle of Don Larson's perfect game, Yankee Stadium, it was as quiet as a pin. <laughs> Which are all things that come close to making sense, right, but they don't, close. but you know what he's saying, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think one of his lines was uh it, nobody goes there anymore, it's too crowded. Right. That 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 is the wow. most famous, <laughs> you know. Uh, Mickey Mantle like said the Yogi Bird didn't learn to say goodbye till he was 21. <laughs> I uh, love Kira, all that crap. Kira, do you even know who Yogi Berra was? <laughs> no, you don't. You don't know who Yogi Berra was? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, well, what, but why would you? I mean, well, you know what? That's father not was fair. a Yankee fan. <laughs> you, know, you know what this reminds me of? I, I was a, a, a drinker, a pretty, pretty decent drinker. And I went to high school and drank and went to college. 
And when I got out of high school, went to college and started drinking and having fun. And then I went from college right into the off-hour rockers and playing music and smoking pot and getting drunk and chasing girls. So I had a pretty wild, fun experience. <clears throat> and we'd sit there on the Howard Stern show. And those guys, Howard, Robin, Fred, Gary, they'd start talking about the Partridge family and, you know, other shows of, of that era. And they knew every show and they knew everything that happened. And they would goof on me because I didn't know. And I was like, you morons. I was out living an incredible life, having to just spread my wings and going berserk. And you're home with your mommies watching the Partridge <laughs> family. And you're going to break my balls because I don't know when Joanne started dating Eddie. Go right. on Google, you know. But right. it was... I was outnumbered. The second you know. time you said that, and you're not Italian. You don't have a license to say that. Oh, he's not Italian? He's not what Italian. What did I say? Uh, Bafangul. He said Bafangul. Uh, hey, <laughs> my buddy Michael. You know, Mike, that's so funny. My buddy Michael picked up X amount of Italian because his, both of his parents were Italian, and they owned a bar, and it was a crazy place. And he, the things he said, I wound up repeating. So we'd be hanging around and we'd say, oh, Gatsangul, yeah, Gatsangul. And one day his mother said, you guys, do you know what you're saying? And we're saying like, oh, yeah, I think we're saying like poop on you. She's saying, dick up your ass. So we'd be walking around in front of his mother saying, dick up your ass repeatedly for, for years. I'm like, I don't want, why wouldn't wow. you say, say something? Which is so, Gatsangul. This uh, this segment is brought to you by Google Translate. Google Translate, where you can find out what anything you're saying actually means. Uh, you got some happy news for us for this segment, or uh, yes, yes. I think so. It's from UPI. Yes, no, it is. From you know, it was really, it was really slow. It's a slow week so far. What well, because uh, of the Will Will Smith and Chris yeah. uh, Rock thing is taking over everything and dumb news. Right, I'm gonna make up my own news. What goes on around the house? That's fine. But, Nobody would know the difference anyway. Uh, yeah, like uh, daughter pees pants for the 18th time this week, did, and did did that yeah. happen? Did that happen? It you happens. Wanna... Uh, no, we... <laughs> all right. You know, uh, anyway, okay. the, no, wait. The, the, that that's your daughter. Oh, or yeah. somebody else's daughter. I don't know. Just think the crazy things that happen in the house. I could, one, I could. One of her, one of her eight kids. By the way, I've only peed my pants sixteen times this week. So good, 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 good. When I was in third grade, we're all sitting there taking a test, and all of a sudden, you heard dripping. Oh. And you heard dripping, and I turned around, and sitting in a chair was the girl who wound up being the valedictorian of our class in high school. Oh had peed her pants so bad that there was a puddle with a bigger circumference than the legs of the desk. And she was weeping. And the, the teacher comes over and says, Mary, what are you doing? She said, I had to go to the bathroom. And the teacher said, why didn't you raise your hand and go to the bathroom? She said, I thought you'd get mad at me. <laughs> and I said, Mary, you're not going to get a fucking gold star for this. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little more mad at you for not. Yeah, that oh, was great. Uh, and and, uh, and my buddies, my buddies stood up and said, 
men, uh, women and children first. Men, men, the lifeboats or something like that. Oh no! Was a cla classic third grade. Oh Jesus! Wow, poor, poor woman is probably scarred. I'm sure. She, oh, oh yes, yeah, stained for life. Her pants are stained for life. What do you got for us, UPI? <sighs> okay. Um, an Illinois woman keeps getting unwanted shoe deliveries from UPS. Shoe? Shoes. Shoe? Yeah, that's she's lying. She ordered. No, they no, okay. it was an error. She said uh <laughs> an Illinois woman said more than 15 pairs of really, really tacky shoes have been mistakenly delivered to her home over the course of a year. Simon Boutte of Oak Park said the shoes started being delivered to her home by UPS about a year ago, and she's acquired about 20 pairs. But I think it was a typo. UPS officials said the shoes are supposed to be returned to an Amazon vendor out of China, and the vendor's return label bears the word Simone as an address on Elm Street in Chicago. The address is not a return center, so the UPS uh, officials attempted to correct the address, which led them to being sent to Simone in Oak Park. So she's been getting people's tacky shoes returned Tack, to her house. And, and the truth, it was, they were supposed to be sent to a woman in China whose name is Shu. <laughs> <laughs> tacky, tacky Shoe. Tacky, tacky Shoe. Oh. <laughs> now, do you guys know the story of, of the girl with the dollhouse in San Diego? That's no. the no. greatest. I think we talked about this already. When Alexa first hit, you know, Alexa, you got to be careful when they started making it so you could order stuff. Right. And one day, this like $350 dollhouse was delivered to this house and they're trying to figure it out and they figured out that the girl must have been pointing at a dollhouse that she wanted to her parents or something within within shouting distance of the Alexa and the Alexa picked up on it and they delivered this incredibly expensive dollhouse to, to the house, okay? What's so great about it, the story hit the news in San Diego and the moron broadcaster <laughs> Announced the story, and a billion anybody that had the Alexa on while they were listening to the broadcast, like four hundred people got dollhouses. <laughs> wow! And you can Google, you can Google that. That actually happened, which is just so funny. That ever happened to you? I was sitting at the TV one time, and the TV was on. All of a sudden, I heard Alexa say, "We'll ship that as soon as we can." What? I'm like, what did she hear? You know, like, yeah, it's so no, funny, but you can go on. You can go on the app and see exactly what they heard. Because if you say something really filthy, they, they print up. I got Siri, I and Siri listens to me. I know, because I see it turn on every once in a while, like listening to what I'm saying, and that bothered me. And I, I say, you know, stop listening to me. And then she says, I'm sorry, I don't know how to do that. <gasps> wow. Well, I really? say, Siri, you're a whore. And she says, that's not nice. Yeah. You know, We've Siri, all abused Siri at one point. No, she doesn't come on now. She'll come on every once in a while by herself and start listening to me. That's very uh, weird. That's a little scary. But the yeah, shoe thing, I, I have, I think I have the answer to this shoe thing because she said they were tacky shoes. Right. So my first initial thought that she was buying shoes and didn't want her husband to know about it. And so she claimed, oh, this is a mistake. I think there's a, there's a cross-dresser, a transvestite in, in her world somewhere around there that was having them sent to her house. Maybe the neighbor want to come over and, and tacky shoes are, are a guy who's trying to wear women's shoes. A guy who has no taste. 
<laughs> so it'll be delivered to her and he'll go help himself. Yeah. That's what well, I nowadays think there's 14 pictures of when they delivered it and all that. Yep. Yeah. Do you know the story of Sam Goldfinch? No. Do you know who Samuel Goldfinch was? The name sounds Sa familiar, but I don't yeah. know. Samuel Goldfinch was the real name of Sam Goldwyn. And he sold uh, gloves, very expensive women's gloves, like up upstate or not that far upstate. And it was like, I think, a family business. And he operated out of the city. And all these guys heard about, you know, the kinescopes and like, like Mayor, all these guys. They had these places, these arcades with all these different things. And then the kinescope happened, which was a, a brand new game like uh, like pong or you know one of those things all of a sudden there's a kinescope and they they all noticed that there was a huge line in front of the kinescope and they're like wow this is there's something here so that's how they all all the big producers live within 500 miles of each other in in, in europe it's it's staggering you know wow. uh, uh, warner and mayer and and gold so he wants to get into the business He's got no money. This guy, you read about this in, in Goldwyn's biography. It's just amazing. He shipped however many right-handed gloves <laughs> to Boston and however many left-handed gloves to, like, Baltimore, shipped oh, all these gosh. gloves and didn't pick them up. So stuff that doesn't get picked up, they auction off. And he goes to the auction, and who's going to buy boxes and boxes of left-handed? He bought all the left-handed gloves. Then he went and bought all the right-handed gloves, and that was his stake to get into the film business. And I am not making that up, and I have repeated it a million times because I think, who the hell is that? I mean, the guy deserved to be a gazillionaire. You know, like, how crafty is that? You know, that is pretty, pretty. Good. And that's wow. the same thing as this, uh, as your kinky friend shipping her shoes to your house. You know, it's it's, it's all the same <laughs> twisted logic. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I think. It's is kind going of on the here. same, Matt. I mean, you know, I'm up and yep. around here. Yep, I know. <laughs> so, what is your take on that, Kier? What do What do you think is the uh, you you believe the story as they tell you it was supposed to go back to China or or something more than that? Ooh, you don't I care. don't know. You don't care. <laughs> you have no. After opinion the first on one or two, wouldn't she do something to stop it? Yeah. Yeah. Or, did they all come at the same time? No. Over the course of a year, shoes just mysterious shoes. It yeah. just it reminds me of uh, when I when I was a hostess when I was sixteen years old at this. Uh, I don't know why this comes to mind but there was <laughs> this chef this chef would watch me you know how they have the you know the the circular window in the yeah. kitchen he would just stare at me and i would feel like i was being stared at and he would stare at me through the window so one day i went up to him and i, and I just said like what's your problem and he had a box of shoes he had a, a shoe box and he goes for you and he gives me these shoes and they were you know like eight inches high, these big stilettos. And I'm looking at them and I, and I said, thank you. And I took them home and I'm sitting on my bed with these shoes. And my mom comes in, she goes, where did you get those hooker shoes? I said, the chef gave them to me. She goes, you return them right now. He wants to see you with nothing on and, and those shoes. I, Whoa. Had go, I had to go back to the restaurant I, and I threw the shoes at him. I said, I don't want your shoes. Hit him with the shoes. 
It was the weirdest thing. Now the guy oh, was definitely that's... a perv. I could understand if you were you were an adult and he he had those kind. Of, but sixteen years old, but he shoes. But well, he did go about it. You know, probably in his country, uh, the sex with a girl is, is legal when she's eleven. You know, you don't. Know yeah. That, you know. Yeah, probably. I know. But but what uh, here's what here's one question you have not answered. What? Eighteen pairs of shoes. Were they her size? <laughs> it doesn't say. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a big factor. Yeah. Right. If, if they just happen to be her size, you right. know, right. or, or if they were size nineteen to fit the guy next door, you know, it's a big. Ooh. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Well, uh, on Halloween, Richie, you know Richie, who we're gonna play at his place in uh, yeah. Fourth of July weekend. He came. He came to Garden Grill with uh, wearing women's shoes, but <laughs> they they were like at least ten inch heels. And he's you know a big he's guy. Si he's six foot nine already. <laughs> oh I, I noticed something was a little weird. Like, wait a minute, he didn't he didn't grow another ten inches or something. But was it was it his costume, or he just wanted to wear women's he, shoes? He he just likes to cross dress. He does it a lot. He's what? big on that Miss Fire Island stuff. He he, he I don't know. He's got a thing. He for is. A yeah, he's in, very into cross dressing and and. But you know he's it's like bigger than Bigfoot. Yeah, ne never <laughs> able to wrap my head around that whole thing. You know, yeah. wear what you want. You know, he, he looks want, like but... me. He looks like me, but six foot nine. Oh, right. oh, Can you imagine yeah. that me, six foot nine in a dress, plus wearing ten inch heels? I'm just. I know that I shouldn't have put that picture in your head. I'm sorry. Are, are you that. are you a good kisser at least? <laughs> no. Oh man. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, uh, that was a, a lovely story for you to bring to the table today. <laughs> I'm sure Southwest uh, re Rewards Program is definitely impressed with that. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> rapid Rewards, earn, earning uh, on every flight. That's the point. Thank you for... for now, uh, where's Southwest fly to from New York? Or do you have to go down Southwest? Mm. Is there a Southwest Airlines out of, like, JFK? Uh, MacArthur. Yep. Really? I, I slip, yeah. That's where I get it from. Yeah, and where do you go? It's like uh, Florida. You can go to California. You can go to Arizona. You can go to Texas, uh, Southwest. Where I'm thinking of all the places. I don't know all the destinations we can go, but Florida is the big one. Yeah. Uh, MacArthur to Fort Lauderdale, MacArthur to Miami, a big one. That's MacArthur the greatest airport. It's like Joe's plane, you know. Yeah. 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 And they're like they're like you. It's like the pilot is like Jackie the Joke Man. I mean, <laughs> the pilot comes on and he's full of jokes. He's doing a stand-up routine, and then you know when they do the uh, the um, put the mask on and here's how you see right, right. In case you, that person is like a stand-up comic too. So the Southwest experience is like going to a comedy club. Uh, and but I, I I said this earlier. That's not what you're really looking for in a pilot. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You really want to be a ball breaker, you know. <laughs> that was an old Red Fox joke where Red Fox was in a plane and all of a sudden the plane went and took a nosedive and then pulled out of the nosedive and the pilot came on the intercom and said, you see what I just did? And Red Fox said, come on back in, look at my shorts and see what I just did. <laughs> wash your ass. Uh, well, you got to wash your ass. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got well, a joke. We'll... I got a joke for everything. Okay. 
We're going to let uh, Kiera go and because we're almost out of time here. That's how time flies here. So uh, thanks for the um, shoe story. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye for now. I still love you. They definitely have to work on that music in that intro. Uh, it's not happy. That's not Kiara's stuff. That's that's Carl covering the wars music. Anyway, uh, we are out of time. TikTok. Jo- first, go to jokeland.com and, and and check out everything that's there, and then go to tiktok.com at Jackie Martling and uh, sign up and uh, and follow him and like everything on his page and help him boost that. Up. We want to I get still to- I I still tweet a joke every day at 4:20 p.m. International Marijuana Time, and that's at Jackie Martling. And uh, what else I got going? The on? One, I'm doing the a one, show. Nine two two wine still goes right. Five one six nine two two Yep, it's still going. And um, I'm doing a show Friday at a place called the Kelly Center in Haver Haver Haverford. Pennsylvania, it's so far. But like I said, man, once I get there and I'm doing my jokes, I'm in heaven, Matt. I don't care. You know, yeah. it's just a good well, time. You, you driving yourself to these gigs? Because I, I, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I would get stressed out on long drives like that. And so I prefer to go with somebody else and have them drive just, just so I. No, I you know, I, I put on my books on tape and, you know, I just listened to the. A, book that I thought would never end. My friend is a writer for The Simpsons, and it was uh, a book about the mathematics in The Simpsons, and he had to be a PhD just to listen to this book, and I thought I'd never get through it, but it was so interesting. But now I just loaded Gotham into my Audible, and Gotham is about yay thick. It's the story of, of, of New York City from the beginning of the time to when the Dutch left, and you know, and a lot of my family's in there, and it's like... Uh, so that's gonna. I could drive to California and back and listen to that stupid book, you know. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm fine cruising. I, yeah, I never get uptight or anything like that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't either. But in, in the city and all around that stuff, you know, that whole where you have to get through, you know, Staten Island or whatever you need to get to to get to the interstate. That whole stuff can can stress me out. But once I'm on the interstate, I'm fine. But, yeah, you cruise. Well, I usually I usually say I'll go through the city on the way home to Long Island because you zoom right down 34th Street. But I, even yeah. if they say it's okay, I don't deal with the city. I don't deal with George Washington. I'd rather take an extra 20 minutes and do the Belt Parkway and smile when I go past Coney Island and go over to Van, you know, I just, I, that that's the cruise I choose to take, you know. Yeah, very cool. Uh, well, there's a whole bunch I, I did want to ask you about, but we're out of time because I, I, you know, and some of it goes back to the Stern stuff because he's been trending a lot lately. I want to talk to you, but we'll save that for next time. And, you know, uh, I just went to, uh, they just picked me up. Some Sometimes I get a ride. They brought me to the city and interviewed me for the History Channel because I guess the History Channel is doing a whole series called The Rebels Who Changed America or something like that. I guess one of the hour segments is going to be about Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern. So they talked to me for like two hours, but I have no idea if it's just me or if it's me and Fred or if it's me and Grillo or whether Howard's in it or Robin. I didn't even ask. I didn't want to know. 
You know, that's one of those things. They interview you for two hours, and they use like one phrase. You know, thirty I mean? second, but, yeah, or tops, yeah. Uh, Artie Lang, he he seems to be kind of like I don't know, he's incognito again or whatever. He's he's kind of off the radar, but I think he would probably be part of that. Yeah, I I hope so. Yeah, he was doing a podcast for a little while, and he was back up and running. And I did it; it was fun. And then he just said, uh, "I need to take another break from this," you know. Yeah. But I don't think I didn't hear anything negative about it. I think maybe he just, uh, you no, know, he did, didn't he want the pressure it, doing it. Yeah, it's not drugs. It's just I need to take care of myself. I'll be back shortly. That's what that was kind of his going away message. It's kind of cryptic, but you know, everybody's got yeah. their own shit to deal with. He's allowed. Uh, He's yeah. allowed. Yep. Yep. So we. And I'm going to take my yeah. break right now. But I definitely I want to have you back again soon. I appreciate every time. By the way, I called Lenny Clark yesterday. Finally got around to calling him. I got a voicemail. But I'm, I'm hoping I'll hear back from him. And I thank you for that connection. Cause I, tell, I really tell him I said hi. He's a very, very good guy. Him and his brother, Mike. I go there yeah. once a year uh, in August. With Lenny and me and Christine Hurley. And this year, I think Steve Sweeney's part, part of the mix. Wow, cool. Which is, you know, I talked to a guy yesterday that used to book me in the early 80s, long before Stern, this guy Tom Sobel. Did you hear that name from the Midwest? Yes, I do know that name, yes. My God, I mean, we go, so, we go back to Giggles in Tampa that was absolutely fueled by cocaine, and it was... You made me think of it because that's where I met Lenny. Was at Giggles in Tampa. Yeah, man, he's got some cocaine stories, man, doesn't he? <laughs> he's just, you know, I wasn't a coke guy, but I did it if somebody else had it. Right. You know, I, I, I did op coke. <laughs> <laughs> OPC. Every oh, he's down with the OPC. Well, thanks for coming here, and especially on short notice, really appreciate it, and I, I really uh, appreciate you being uh, supportive and all this stuff, and we'll continue to support you, so thanks for coming. Go to TikTok. TikTok. To Jackie Martling on TikTok. And, and At Jackie like, Martling. Yeah, there's like 100 jokes up there, 120 jokes, and some right. of them are pretty, fu pretty funny and pretty silly. Hey, do you, you know when the old lady knew it was time for her to have a baby? Um, No. Her dust broke. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, that needs a visual with it. Uh, okay. A little puff of smoke. It's so, so horrible. So horrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, go, go shoot some videos, and we'll, we'll hear from you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you, man. You know I appreciate you, man. I enjoy this. Thank you. Bye. And I love Kara. Bye-bye. Jackie the Joke Man Martling. Uh, TikTok.com slash at Jackie Martling and Jokeland.com. And uh, you should be able to find anything you uh, really desire about Jackie from either one of those two addresses. Thanks for coming today. Sorry for all the um, technical uh, blow-ups. You can thank Carl for that. Uh, thank you, Carl, for, for blowing up the show this morning. I will have to piece them both together and... Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, or, or actually tonight, I have a uh, show, Mind Dog TV podcast at 8 p.m., which is all about um, the the changing uh, uh, in uh, civil rights and racial uh, situation in America. Uh, it should be a very interesting program if you're inclined for a serious conversation. Join me then. 
Uh, until then, I'm Matt Napple from the Mind Built TV podcast. Thanks for coming. Have a great rest of your day, and bye for now. I got I forgot to almost uh, almost forgot to say turn on your radio, didn't I?
listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.